Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We're back ahead of round 12. Uh, round 11, of course, was the round. Once again, dominated by Nathan Cleary. It seems like every week we're saying that. Supercoach 365, we do it all again for topsport.com.au. My name is Ryan Selvage. Once again, joined by Tommy Hudson. Tommy, another big week for Nathan Cleary. He's really uh, proving the standout number seven in this competition. Yep, he is. Uh, unbelievable performance again the other day. And... The first ever million dollar man in Supercoach. I think that pretty much sums up his performances. 225 in uh, round 10 into 190 in round 11. That's just ridiculous numbers, really. And he's got the million dollar price tag now to uh, to back it up. Absolutely incredible, isn't it? Another man on his way to uh, a million dollars. That price quote is, uh, of course, Tom Travojevic. He just continues to fly for these Seagulls. He's turned them in almost into a top four team. The way they're going, they'll be playing top four footy come September. It's unbelievable just to think the influence that one player can have on a team. And it's just incredible to think that Manly, uh, after their start, the way they're playing now. Yeah, exactly right. We, I suppose we all had that concern about his injuries earlier in the year, and it still could be a concern, but the numbers he's putting up, if you didn't have him in the past few weeks, you're really just kicking yourself. You missed out, unfortunately, and I'm just going to keep him, I think, through the rest of the year. He's proven how important he is, and obviously he's going to be involved in origin, but I think he's worth holding through that period for sure. Nico Hines is another popular player. Uh, obviously, he continues to star, but another player that's uh, held by the majority of super coaches, of course, is Sam Walker. I made this now, in hindsight, a very, very silly decision to captain him last week against the Broncos, but who could have ever uh, predicted that result? Sam Walker just, I think it was a score of about 11 or 12, uh, so pretty much played without a captain last week. Really hurt me, but Watching on that game from afar, Tommy, it just it just showed you that uh, he is 18, he is vulnerable. And we did speak about this last week, about selling Sam Walker. Um, probably a week too late pulling the trigger this week. We might have should have went last week in hindsight. Yeah, exactly. 2020 in hindsight. But look, I don't know. Um, I think it took Kevin Walters 
deserves a pat on the back for this. He pretty much, I'm assuming he told Pangai, just run straight at Walker all night, and look what happened. Walker was very off his game. He was getting steamrolled all night by Pangai, and he just couldn't really, uh, couldn't really keep up after that. So, but I, I think he's shown his class in uh, in previous weeks, and I think he'll bounce back. It's a good fixture against the Raiders this week for him. Yeah, and uh, some incredible scores looking back at the end of round 11. Uh, myself, just 13.58. As I said, my captain got 22. So pretty much played without a captain uh, last week. Nathan Cleary did a number on Souths. Uh, a lot of people would have had him captained. I've dropped in the overall rankings down to the top 3%. Um, slid down to about 3,300 here, having a look quickly. Um, Tommy, how about your own ranking heading into round 12? Uh, top 7%, which is decent. 1,461 points the other day, which, like I said last week, you get a score of 1,400 in most years, and you'd think that would be amazing, but I was only top 15%. So it just shows the calibre of players this year with people like Cleary Turbo and even Nico Hines just proving uh, weekly guns. Yeah, and... Uh, just shows you that um, people are making the right moves. They're realising that these players in those high-scoring positions, they're almost a must. And speaking of Nico Hines, it's just a luxury uh, to be able to play him at that centre wing slot. We spoke last week, was he still a buy? Of course, that was a popular question in our talking points via our Instagram DMs. Of course, this is a, uh, almost the highlight, my favourite part of the week anyway. Uh, let's go through a couple here. We are keeping this short and sweet tonight. Of course, life is getting in the way a little bit, but we're going to push on for our proud and our very uh, kind and faithful listeners. Uh, straight into it here. Harry Lloyd, he's on, he's at it every week, he's Harry. He says uh, Walker, I assume he means Cody Walker here. Cody Walker to Burton. Uh, Matty Burton and the Panthers, they just continue to impress. He scored a hat-trick last week. He's going to have a very low break-even. Uh, he will play in that round 13 game, and if clear is in origin, which we expect him to be barring injury, he will be um, you know, playing with his hands on the ball a lot more, you'd think. So I dare say that Matt Burton will be a popular trade-in this week, Tommy. Yeah, you can't knock Matt Burton at all. He's playing incredible footy, like you said. Uh, just another player really being unveiled this year as a future star. But I don't know about Cody Walker. I think I'd probably still keep Cody. I know South seem like they're on the, on the decline, but Cody's numbers haven't been too bad except for one week a few weeks ago against Melbourne where he got 16. But other than that, he hasn't gone below 50. A lot of scores are 80 this year. I still think he's worth keeping if you, if you like him. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be... Uh prioritising shifting Cody Walker just quite yet. Uh, news out of uh, the Sydney Morning Herald tonight via Michael Chamis saying that Jack Whiten is leading the race to the Blues number six jersey ahead of Jerome Luai. So that's interesting. Um, the fact that those two are in contention, probably more so that Whiten's leading the race, but the fact that Cody Walker isn't even in that conversation, it would seem at this point. So um, holding uh, Cody Walker, I am at this stage as well. A couple of other ones here. Uh, we'll condense a few of these. From Jet O, he says, Is Sam Walker now a sell? And another one from Jordan Fitzharris, who says, Is Sam Walker a keeper for another round? Uh, looking at that round 17, he's playing that second affected week with uh, that's all those buys in the State of Origin week. But is Sam Walker now a sell? I'm saying yes. Uh, we floated this idea last week of selling Sam Walker. I think he was at his uh, peak price that he was ever going to get to. Um, disappointing performance against the Broncos at break-even. He's now you know, still very, very high. Uh, I think now's the time to move on Sam Walker if you are going to cash in and spend that money elsewhere. Look, you're probably right. I think last week I was pretty keen to keep him and definitely didn't pay dividends on the weekend with the score of 11. At least I didn't captain him. But um, this week, I think he'll probably go well against Canberra. They're in all sorts and their defence is a rabble. So... 
look, you probably should get rid of him because of the high break even, and as you said, to, to cash in. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes big and he's sort of licking your wounds this week. Yeah, I think um, he's one of those players that will consistently score well. But in that Roosters team, they're just not the Roosters of years gone by, I don't think. And uh, pinning your hopes on an 18-year-old who is still learning the game and uh, I guess learning his way, finding his feet in the NRL, uh, it is fraught with danger. So if you are wanting to cash in and, of course, upgrade other players in other positions, I wouldn't be against that and that's what I'm doing myself this week. We'll get to our trades in just a moment's time. A couple of other questions here focused around the CTW slot. Tommy, Aaron Johnson, or as Johnson says, is Ruben Garrick worth fitting in? And uh, via the NRL Supercoach Guns, no doubt they've got their own opinions on this next one. And so will you as a Raiders fan. Is Jordan Rapana now a lock for round 17 with the goal-kicking duties since George Williams is gone? Of course, news out of the Raiders tonight that George Williams is or has been granted an early release. So a couple of goal-kicking C2Ws here. If you had to preference Ruben Garrick or Jordan Rapana. Uh, where are you uh, directing our fans uh, with this one, Tom? I think Ruben Garrick is the option there for sure. Just looking at his numbers now, ever since Turbo's come back, he's got three scores above 100 and a 92 as well. And before Turbo uh, had played, he'd, he'd barely got above 50. So it just shows the influence that Turbo has on him individually, uh, Garrick. And then their run manly coming up. They don't play round 13, which is a, which is isn't great for our owners, but they have the Knights, the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Bulldogs. That's a pretty good run, and you have to think Manly would put on some points in those games. Yep. Um, we'll get to our trades in a minute, but if you can read between the lines, I'm a big fan on Ruben Garrick this week. Um, one through from Blake Will. We'll wrap these up quite soon, but Blake Will says, Blake Laurie thoughts, beast in the middle for round 13. I'm not going to disagree with this. I know the guys from uh, the Weekly Rubdown are massive fans of Blake Laurie. Um, he is good, Blake Laurie. I actually held him in our draft comp to start the year, and I thought he was a little bit disappointing, but uh, these rule changes, the Dragons, I'll be looking to employ big middle forwards with big motors. Blake Laurie is most certainly that. I think, though, he was helped by the fact that Paul Vaughan had a stint in the sin bin against the Sharks last week. So, um, Blake Laurie, I wouldn't be playing him in Classic. I think there's better options, but definitely... Uh, I don't know, maybe someone you can make a play for in a draft league, or if he's on your waivers still, uh, I'd be picking him up, I think. Yeah, probably echo what you're saying there. He's not not a bad pickup at all, not a bad find. Pretty good PPM points per minute, but like you said, Vaughn back this week, can't imagine it helps his numbers, uh, so I'd probably be looking elsewhere to make your trades this week. We'll wrap this up with Lil Harry W. Uh, big shout out to Lil Harry. He says, Brandon Smith for Barnett. Uh, I can't speak too much for Barnett. I never held him this year. Uh, went against the grain on that one. Um, but given the fact that Brandon Smith is in good form and, of course, Harry Grant is expected to miss a few more weeks with injury and then throughout the origin period, is Brandon Smith a viable option, do you think, Tommy? Of course, he is a dual position player as well, so you can slot him in at nine or in the back row. Yeah, I think Brandon Smith is one of the, the buyers of the week. Uh, we'll get to my trades in a second, but just with what you've mentioned there with Harry Grant now out for possibly up to another month, Harry uh, Brandon Smith gets a good run in this team and his numbers when starting nine for Melbourne are pretty good this year and the next few weeks look really good with Brisbane, Gold Coast in that round 13 uh, week by week, uh, then the Warriors and the Tigers. So that's some really good chances there for Brandon to pick up some points and a break even of just 25. Yeah, and even when he's not been starting this year, he still played some pretty handy minutes, I think, from memory. And uh, I guess his versatility is always a bonus for Craig Bellamy and so too super coaches who are fitting him in 
either at that uh, hooker position or in the back row. That wraps us up for our talking points. Tommy, we fired through those. Let's get into our round 12 team news. A little bit different this week. We're not going to go through the games game by game, but we will talk uh, some big ins and David Fafita headlines this list for the Titans. Uh, He returns from that two-week suspension for that face slap on Adam Dewey, but he's back to face the Sharks this week and some uh, other big names returning for their teams as well. Yeah, mate, some big ins this week, as you mentioned there, for Fida, uh, Cameron Murray is back for South, Kalen Ponga for the Knights. Don't really think any of these are that relevant to Classic Supercoach at the moment. I think Fafina and Ponga will both be involved in Origin, so they're kind of null and void. And then Cameron Murray, he won't play around 13 either because South aren't playing. So, look, I think you have to wait a few weeks for these guys, but good to see them back playing footy and getting fit for the back end of the year. Yeah, plenty of focus will be on that origin window. Who's playing, who's not, who's wearing the the colours of their state. Angus Crichton, of course, at the judiciary tonight looking to fight that charge and, um, I guess, prove himself not guilty. Interesting, though, because if he doesn't, he will miss state of origin. It's... Uh it's a bit unfortunate that someone like Angus Crichton, who's performed so well for both the Roosters and New South Wales in the past, can miss a game of State of Origin. Some other uh, key team news here um, around the grounds, of course, uh, looking at this, Chad Townsend has been dropped for the Sharks. Tommy, what do you make of this, given uh, the the indifferent form of the Sharks' half with Matt Moylan there, um, and of course, uh, Sean Johnson coming back into the fold. But the Sharks, they just need something different to what they've shown in recent Yeah, weeks. I think it's a big help for the Sharks, getting rid of Chad. Um He's been dead weight for a while now, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> he was never even really that good. I don't understand the hype around him. I can't believe Cowboys have spent that much money on him for the next three years when he's already over 30. So that really defies belief. But um, no, it'll be good to see Johnson and Moylan in the halves for the Sharks and maybe the Cowboys. I think there's rumours that Clifford's going to the Knights this year. Maybe Cowboys will press for Townsend before our yeah, deadline. Yeah, of course. Um, that's uh, been a talking point as well and uh, something that we might see come to fruition in the, the coming days or weeks. Uh, Cleary, Nathan Cleary has been named for the Panthers in this game against the Bulldogs, but... Uh, some suggestions around perhaps that he won't play. So that will affect a lot of super coaches if he is to be rested. But the Panthers, they have some viable options there with Matt Burton, we've already mentioned, and Tyron May. He's been doing a job off the bench for the Panthers and he'll have to do that throughout this origin window as well. You'd think Tyron May, uh, they're playing that round 13 game where they could be uh, could and would be missing players like Luai and Cleary in the halves. So a chance for Tyron May to step up this week if Cleary is out, Tommy. Yeah, exactly right. He's a good, he's a, a worthy uh substitute for the uh the big names you just mentioned i just i don't know i'm just wary about getting people in for one or two weeks do we think ivan cleary is the type to rest nathan cleary throughout the year as they go forward towards the final Uh, i don't know maybe it's i don't want to say that's the reason why they lost the grand final last year but um i don't think cleary was managed uh, nathan that is towards the back end of last year he had uh and of course a, a great run nearly won the dally m but I don't know, might want to try things a little bit differently this year, uh, Ivan. Of course, this is still just speculation at this point, but um, I don't know, might take a leaf out of the book of Trent Robinson or Craig Bellamy, who has in the past or who have uh, not been hesitant to rest uh, these bigger names. You mentioned those uh, players there that are coming back this week. Uh, We won't be trading those guys in, of course, but uh, you can check these full team lists out at nrl.com. Uh, make your trades this week uh, ahead of uh, round 12 getting underway on Thursday night with the Storm and the Broncos. Tommy, uh, let's get into our round 12 trades. We are keeping this short tonight. Uh, I've made my two. Have you set on odd on your two for this yeah, week? Yeah, I have. Uh, both of them uh, really with the bye week end in mind. I was just having a look at my team and 
I really do need to make some big steps before round 13 to ensure I at least have a, a decent amount of uh, playing players that round. So I've gone, I got rid of Harry Grant with the uh, elongated injury now. They think I'm going to go straight to Brandon Smith, who I mentioned before. It looks like a really good buy this week and, and for the next, uh, the coming period. And also Sam Walker, I, even though I said last week I was going to keep him, I've sort of reconsidered and I'm going to get rid of him to Matt Burton, someone else who we spoke up earlier in the podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, not going to uh, disagree with any of that. I think that's two great moves and something that uh, will definitely shore your team up in the next couple of weeks. And I think that'll be a popular move uh, right across the board for super coaches uh, playing, uh, heading into round 12. I followed you on the Sam Walker traded out. Uh, Charlie Staines, I've also moved on. He's just one of those players, Charlie. He can score 100 one week and, you know, lucky to get 10 the next. So I think he's at a fair enough price now where you can move him on without too much fuss. Uh, bringing in Ruben Garrick and I guess getting to that point that we touched on last week, you know, making these trades in mind that I want to have as much cash on the field come round 18 and have, I guess, uh, you know, as little money tied up in my reserves as possible. That's the way I want to play the game this year with all of the focus, of course, on scoring points uh, and not having cash cows tied up on the bench. So I've brought in Jacob Arthur at that backup halfback slot, essentially enough. Um, He might play one or two games beyond round uh, this week. Of course, he's named to play, but with Dylan Brown back, not expected to play too much for the rest of the year, but I'm not disappointed with that. He will make a small price rise at the end of round 12. Uh, Tommy, that just about wraps us up. I mean, geez, we were quick tonight, uh, 17 and a half minutes or thereabouts. Um, looking forward to round 12. It gets underway on Thursday night, as we say. Uh, you can check out all of the games, of course, at nrl.com, and if you are having a play on the footy this weekend, we encourage you to do so responsibly with topsport.com.au. Tommy, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? Probably just as the last round before the bye weekend. I kind of I I love Origin, but I really don't like what it does to the comp during the middle rounds of the year. Like next week, we only have four games to look forward to, so I'm going to savor this weekend of eight games and then uh, look forward to Origin. Of course, uh, those Origin teams, I think they'll get picked on Sunday night, late Sunday night, and the teams will go into camp on the Monday. Uh, one more question before we uh, move on and, and wrap this up. And you mentioned this uh, off air before, and uh, one more here. I see it our Instagram. How many players will you have playing in round 13, given the fact that you've brought in Burton and Brandon Smith this week? Well, at this stage, I'm looking at probably 11 or 12 max. Um, not too bad, considering I believe we get extra trades next week. So I'll obviously have to use those wisely. Probably want to end up with around 13 to 14 players at worst, but I suppose you still want to have one eye on the next buy round as well. You don't want to overcompensate for this one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quick look here. Of course, uh, obviously, this is a little bit dependent on whether Brian Do'o or Ryan Madison uh, find their way into Freddie's Origin squad, but probably around 14, potentially 13, worst case 12, I think I'll be having in that round 13 week. Tommy, big thank you to you. Uh, looking forward to all the weekend's footy this weekend, as we say. Uh, keep an eye out for our Instagram story uh, on Thursday morning. We're going to get back into this, the topsport.com.au. Uh, over or under lines, our mock lines, we'll get those up. Uh, plenty of fun to be had before round 12. This is Supercoach365. You can follow us uh, right across the socials at Supercoach365. Good luck with your teams this weekend. Uh, we'll speak to you ahead of round 13.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.